listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. It's Thursday, February 8th, 2024. Good morning, and welcome back to the final hour of Morning Air. I'm John Morales, along with Glenn Leverins and uh, studio producer Sarah Tafoya. Thanks so much for joining us uh, coast-to-coast across America and beyond here on the Relevant Radio Network and the Relevant Radio app. It's great to be with you as we uh, continue with... Day four of our Relevant Radio Gift from the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. Just want to take a moment to say thank you. Uh, thank you from uh, my heart uh, for all the tremendous outpouring of love for Relevant Radio. Uh, your support, as always, is uh, so much appreciated. It's always a sensational, and uh, we really do continue to need your help, especially here this morning. We're a little bit behind the pace of where we need to be. We're at about 41% of our goal uh, with only today and tomorrow to go to reach that $3 million mark. So you can you can say that it's beginning to be crunch time right now, really the moment of truth for us. We're looking for 100 persons, 100 brothers and sisters in Christ here in this 7 a.m. hour who have a heart for our mission, have a heart for what we do here at Relevant Radio. We really do need your help, so please listen up. We need you so that we can reach our goal of $3 million by tomorrow, Friday, 5 p.m. Central. So let's give from the heart. And in fact, uh, I think it's a, it's a wonderful idea to uh, to give in honor of uh, the upcoming feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, our Blessed Mother Mary, who always intercedes for us and always points us to her son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about. Uh, it's about Jesus, our, our Savior. That's what this network is all about. Listen to the timeless words of uh, our Hero, relevant radio co-patron, Pope St. John Paul II. Never hesitate to look to Mary, the mother of the Holy Family, and the mother of all mankind in the order of grace, as a sure guide amid life's challenges and triumphs. I hope that uh, that touches your heart as it does uh, this reporter. I want to encourage you to give from the heart uh, this hour in honor of Our Lady of Lourdes. You can do it online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or you can give us a call, 877-291-0123. Please pray about it. Uh, The Holy Spirit will tell you exactly how much uh, you should give. And if for whatever reason you can't give, please continue to pray for what we do here at Relevant Radio. Radio. And speaking of prayer, we always start every hour here during the Pledge Drive uh, with the Memorari, invoking the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, the Mother of God, to help us with this Pledge Drive and also for an end uh, to legal abortion in our nation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, patroness of the Americas, patroness of the unborn and of relevant radio, 
pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, pray for us. St. John Paul II, co-patron of Relevant Radio, pray for us. And we invoke the Holy Spirit when we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to bring in uh, Glenn and Sarah once again. Hey, Glenn, what are a few of uh, the big stories making headlines here this hour? You know, John and Sarah, big, uh, big, big day at the U.S. Supreme Court today, hearing arguments on whether former President Trump's eligible to serve another term. The court will hear a case over the Colorado Supreme Court ruling that disqualified Trump from that state's ballot. Colorado justices ruled that the former president violated the Constitution by taking part in an insurrection during the Capitol riot. The former president's legal team argues that Trump's actions around the attack did not amount to insurrection. A decision expected to come before Super Tuesday primary set for March 5th. And this is a really a big case. Uh, it's being described as a landmark case, uh, uh, reminiscent of uh, Bush v. Gore back in 2000. Yeah, if they were to rule he's ineligible to be on the ballot, uh, that would be huge at this a political place. earthquake for sure. Uh, the other story that we've been keeping an eye on is uh, the uh, the helicopter that was down with the uh, the five missing Marines. What is uh, the latest with that uh, search and rescue operation? Now, this went down the previous night. Uh, lost contact about one in the morning on the way back from a base near Las Vegas to Miramar in Southern California. And all that uh, storm activity in Southern California brought a bunch of snow to the mountains where the copter went down east of about 40 miles east of San Diego. They've found the aircraft, but uh, not yet uh, the five on board. And so that search continues in very rough terrain in a big way. All right, Glenn, as always, uh, really appreciate it. Uh, obviously, we're a little abbreviated here uh, during the pledge drive, but uh, uh, always uh, appreciate uh, your uh, take on the news. Uh, thanks again. Hey, sure thing, John. On Thursdays, we always take a, just a brief moment uh, to remember the institution of the Holy Eucharist on Holy Thursday by our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it's, a, it's a good day to make a, a spiritual communion sometime during the day, or even better, to make a visit to the Blessed Sacrament if you get a chance. We need to take a, a short pause. On the other side, we'll be joined by Morning Air contributor Kendra Von Esch to share the impact of a prayer and trusting in God in the most difficult time of her life. So stay with with us, there is more to come after this word from our relevant radio CEO, Father Rocky. In the eye of the storm, you remain in control. In the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You alone are the anchor when my sails are torn. Your love surrounds me. And welcome back to Morning Air on this Thursday morning. I'm John Morales along with Glenn and Sarah. Thanks so much for making us a part of your morning as we continue with day four of our Give From the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. Again, thanks so much for all of your support. Every single one of you uh, counts, no matter how big or small. Everything helps uh, with our mission. And again, I can't say it enough. It's only today and tomorrow that we have to go. Uh, so uh, please give from the heart. Uh, jot down our number if you want to be part of the conversation. It's 888 914 
888-99149. Now, sometimes life surprises us with an unexpected and a sudden death of a loved one. It's uh, very difficult to live through something like this, but God sends us his grace and opportunities to love him and to trust him and to seek his will for us. Our next guest uh, went uh, through that. In fact, uh, her husband uh, just passed away unexpectedly about a week and a half ago, and her uh, father passed away on Christmas Day. And uh, uh, while trying to find the goodness from God in this situation, uh, she saw the impact and the the beauty and the power of prayer, especially uh, from the relevant radio family. Joining us live uh, this morning is a regular contributor to uh, Morning Air, Kendra Von Esch, uh, to share her testimony and, and talk about her uh, experiences during this most difficult, uh, difficult uh, time. Uh, Kendra is a speaker. She's a faith coach, a podcaster who's passionate about sharing her faith and her supernatural transformation and spiritual experiences while helping others on their journey as well. Good morning, my dear sister, uh, Kendra. Thanks so much uh, for being with us uh, during uh, this so difficult time. Oh, I am so blessed to be here. Thank you so much for having me, John. And I cannot wait to share with the audience and listeners what happened during this horrible time in my life. Um, just a reminder that my father also passed away on Christmas Day after a long two-month illness. So that was trying. And then basically January 7th, I buried my father. And February 7th, my husband passed of a what they call a coronary blood clot, where it just took his life. I know you've heard the phrase, don't have a coronary. That's kind of exactly what happened. And he was taken very quickly from my life, very unexpectedly. And I did not get mad at God. I just turned to God and I took my mom's phrase, let's look for the goodness of God in this. And you know what? I reached out to you guys. I reached out to Gabby, the producer of your show, and she shared with the family on morning air, and I had my phone light up. It happened to be Monday. I asked a priest to have a private mass for me and just him for Jeff and my father, and it was at 3 o'clock, the hour of mercy, right? The day, the hour that the Lord was crucified and died. And we all know that Drew has that beautiful show in the afternoon at three o'clock. And I had no idea, John, what you were going to do. But you reached out, and I know how busy that show is with how many people are trying to get on. As a matter of fact, back in my early part of my journey, probably about seven, eight years ago, I called Relevant Radio. And I called Drew's show, and I got on, and I was so excited because you know why? I knew that there were hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that would be praying for me and my intention. So what you did, John, was bring myself and Jeff to that show. And then Father Rocky also had us on the rosary that night. My phone started lighting up from all of the listeners out there that somehow know me or reached out to me through social media or my followers. And I was so I just stopped and I just cried and I just was so grateful because the following day I felt those prayers in my morning prayer because I'll be honest with you, John, I had not sat down and done morning prayer because I really wasn't sleeping much. I was just taking sleep when I could get it. And so that Tuesday I 
felt spiritually and physically the prayers of all of the Relevant Radio family. And this is what it's all about, is prayer. And that is what this family is. It's real. It's the real deal. So I personally thank you from the depths of my heart because I feel like Relevant Radio it honestly saved my husband's soul. And so for that, I will be forever grateful and in, in debt to you. What can I do to help? How well, can we help you? <laughs> Kendra, you, you are so courageous just to come on uh, literally the day after uh, the funeral of your husband, Jeff. And just, you know, again, I want to just emphasize here publicly, I know I've, I've shared it with you in private, uh, uh, our condolences on behalf of the Morning Air team and, uh, the, and everybody here at the network uh, for the loss of your husband, uh, Jeff. We really are uh, a, a family. And so when I heard about the passing of your husband, uh, immediately I needed to contact uh, Maggie uh, and Drew uh, for uh, the Chapel of Divine Mercy and make sure that those prayers were magnified uh, throughout the network. There's so many tens of thousands uh, who pray and uh, we needed to put it in the Lord's hands. And I knew that was the only thing I could do. And I was so happy to be able to just be uh, just a, an instrument, like a, like a pencil in God's hands uh, to bring those uh, uh, prayers for your husband. Been Jeff to the world uh, through uh, the beauty of uh, the Chapel of Divine Mercy. And on top of that, you came all the way from your home to the visitation. I could not believe when I was hugging someone and I saw you over the shoulder. I was like, oh my gosh. Then Gabby came later that night, and Sarah came to the funeral yesterday, and your wife was there. I mean, this is Cindy, by the way, in case anyone doesn't know who Cindy is, a beautiful person, a wonderful friend. We got together way, way, way back when. I, again, am just so blessed. And I want everyone to know that the people that work at Relevant Radio are the real deal. And I'm not just saying this now. I actually spoke at the Relevant Radio luncheon back in 2019 in February you could go on the internet and search it, just Kendra Von Ash Relevant Radio, I think. And I say the same thing because I know Father Simon and I know Father Rocky. And I'm just like, look, they are the real deal. Linda Ruff and Carol. And I mean, just oh, amazing. Thank you so much for doing what you do and being who you are. And we all have to support this because single-handedly, I, again, believe that this family has really helped me on this journey. And there's nothing like that. That's what it's all about is loving thy neighbor. And you guys live that so, so wonderfully. Well, Kendra... We just so much appreciate uh, the heart that you have for Relevant Radio, and you're a part of the family, and that's what we do when we're family. It's not just a slogan, you know, that we use for the pledge drive, join the family. We really are a spiritual family, and we do pray for each other. There are tens of thousands of prayers that come pouring into this network, and we really try to pray for every single uh, one of, of, of the folks, and so uh, this is uh, what we do here at Relevant Radio, and I just got to tell you that uh, I I'm, I'm so uh, amazed at uh, the the sense of peace and joy that uh, that you have uh, shown uh, when I saw you in person and just uh, in your voice and just the, the the courage and the grace that you have. The Lord has given you in dealing with this such a difficult time to lose your dad and your husband in literally what thirty two days. Right, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, it is God. He is working in, in amazing ways. And that is what I want everyone also to know, that there is hope. That's not just a slogan either. I mean, we 
really have to have hope in God's goodness in the worst scenarios of our life. I have people in my family talking about faith, people in my family considering going back to the Catholic Church, people at the table. So last night at the reception, some women came down from Minnesota and Wisconsin. Just the love was amazing. And they were sharing with me the conversations that were happening at the table. And it was about going back to the Catholic Church. How beautiful the Catholic funeral was and the homily. It was very touching. And so it's amazing to see God working. And I feel that my new mission is to get out there and help everyone remind everyone that prayer is so important. And that is something that you at Relevant Radio help people with all the time. It's the relationship that's the most important in our life. It's so, so very important. So what I'm going to ask everyone who's listening, if you're feeling in your heart that you want <laughs> Relevant Radio to be on the next level, let's all give, yes, from the heart, but let's make it hurt a little bit. You know, let's not give from our prosperity and the the extra stuff that we have, let's actually dig in and make it hurt because you know how much Relevant Radio has helped you. That's why you're listening right now. That's why I'm here. I We all just want to help everyone get to heaven. So let's dig deep into our pockets to help that keep going. And then we can just evangelize through this beautiful radio station. Kendra, it sounds like uh, you have read Mother Teresa at some point in the past because she used to say, uh, give until it hurts with a smile. And uh, I can just picture your your smile. You, you're always uh, smiling, always uh, joyful. Um, but it has been a very, very difficult uh, time here uh, recently. You, you came on the show in January to talk about praying for your dad. Now uh, you, of course, are going to be praying for your husband, Jeff. Yes. Now, I do want to confess, because this is what I do. I'm vulnerable. By the way, I have a little podcast that I do every day. It's 10 minutes if you really want to hear every single day what's been going on. But I will tell you that God communicated to me, basically telling me that he took my husband because he needed me to pray for him. And it came through somebody else's prayer. So I took it in, into my prayer, and I was like, oh, God. What does that really mean? And in the end, I wasn't really praying for my husband. So I went out on my podcast and said, oh my gosh, everyone, we have to pray. And then there were many, many women that I talked to over these past few days that admitted the same thing. You know, I pray for my kids a lot, but I don't really pray for my spouse. So I really think that that's a reminder to all of us that we need to pray for them while they're here, but we also need to pray for them when they're gone. And that also goes for all the rest of our loved ones who have fallen away. And John, this is why I think God prepared me for this, because I was doing a purgatory series on my YouTube channel. And I'm like, this is all, I, I truly believe God has me. He set me up. I've been praying for months at 5 a.m. in the morning. I mean, I really do think he has me right where he wants me in his hot little hands on this on this item, and now I think I have a mission. 
which is pretty cool. Well, Kendra, we put our loved ones in the hands of the Lord and His infinite ocean of mercy, and always keeping in mind that uh, all things uh, work for good for those who love God, uh, as Romans 8.28 uh, reminds us. Uh, Kendra, thank you so much for being with us. You're so courageous. Uh, many, many uh, blessings. We, our, our prayers are with you and your husband, Jeff. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Everyone, dig deep, right? Make it hurt. And I just want to say, God bless all of you. Have hope in the goodness of God in every situation you guys are facing. Thanks so much. Uh, Morning Air contributor Kendra Von Esch, a faith coach, a speaker, podcaster, and author. And we need to take a break. When we come back, Father James Kabicki will be with us to talk about the upcoming World Day of the Six. Stay with us. Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome back to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. And welcome back to Morning Air as uh, we continue with day four of our Give from the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. I'm John Morales along with Glenn and Sarah. Thanks so much for tuning in on this Thursday morning here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Uh, Thank you for all of your generous support. We really appreciate it, and we really do need your help. It is uh, beginning to be crunch time with only today and uh, tomorrow to go. And as we speak, uh, we're about uh, 41% of the goal, so we have a ways to go to reach uh, that $3 million mark by 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Let's give in honor of uh, Our Lady of Lourdes. Her feast is coming up this weekend. Our Blessed Mother who intercedes for us and always points us to her Son, and this is what it's all about, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A toll-free line, if you want to be part of the program, is uh, 888-914-9149, sponsored by the Catholic Order of Foresters. Now, uh, this uh, coming Sunday, February 11th, uh, is the 32nd World Day of the Sick. It's an observation introduced by Pope St. John Paul II back in 1992, and it's a way for believers to offer prayers uh, for those suffering from illnesses. The day uh, coincides with the commemoration of Our Lady of Lourdes, and it's it's an important opportunity for those who serve in Catholic health ministry to reflect on caring for those who are sick as well as those who provide care for them. Joining us live uh, is our spiritual director, Father James Kabicki, to talk uh, much more about the World Day of the Sick and the connection that it has with the miraculous apparitions of Our Lady of Lourdes. Father Kabicki is a Jesuit priest, a retreat director, and a spiritual director at the St. Francis de Sales Seminary in the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, and a longtime uh, relevant radio contributor with his daily prayer reflections, as well as a longtime contributor to Morning Air. Good morning, Father Kabicki. Thank you so much for being with us. It's a joy to be with you on the next to the last day of our pledge drive. Oh, thank you, John. Good to be with you during this uh, week of pledging and supporting Relevant Radio. It's uh, a great opportunity. You know, for years I've been helping with uh, Relevant Radio and offering the daily reflections and such. And it, it's really been an honor to be part of this great 
ministry of evangelization because, you know, I hear stories wherever I go, people who come up to me say that they hear me on the on the radio and how much relevant radio has meant to them. So it's really a privilege to be uh, with you during this Pledge Drive week and also to anticipate on Sunday the uh, 32nd annual World Day of the Sick. Uh, because so often in our world today, uh, people, of course, you know, sickness is a challenge. And we certainly felt that during the, the uh, year or two that we were confronted with the COVID. Uh, and so it's important for us to recognize, uh, as uh, Pope Francis has called us to this year, to recognize that we're in this together and that no one suffers alone and uh, that we all have a part to play in supporting people who are going through any kind of physical or mental suffering. And so I think that that's an important reason why Pope St. John Paul initiated this special day to remember those who are sick, to pray for those who care for them, to support them, and to help people realize that when we experience the suffering of any kind of sickness, it's a cross that we are given to carry, and we can unite it to the cross of Jesus. And in that way, even our sufferings, when we feel it's difficult to pray, even our sufferings offered up can be a powerful source of God's grace in the world. And Father Kabicki, um, can you talk a little bit about the uh, the connection between this World Day of the Sick uh, and uh, the apparitions of Our Lady of Lourdes, the patroness of the sick? Yes, well, in 1858, you know, our Blessed Mother appeared to St. Bernadette in uh, Lourdes, a southern part of France. And um, it, Our Lady directed St. Bernadette to, uh, as it were, kind of scrape into the earth, and a little by little a trickle of water appeared that became, to this day, a great spring of water. And so there's a grotto and a beautiful church, a basilica in uh, Lourdes, and people go there from all over the world to seek both physical and spiritual and uh, mental healing. And uh, it, it is a wonderful pilgrimage site. And from the beginning, from the 1850s, um, people have experienced cures there, whether they were physical cures or else their spirit um, given a, a, a place of, of rest. Um, for example, the mother of uh, St. Therese, the little flower, went there when she was diagnosed with breast cancer, and she was convinced she was going to receive a physical healing. She did not, but through her faith, she received a great healing of spirit and a great surrender and acceptance, and, and she offered her sufferings as uh, a prayer, which I'm sure played a role in uh, St. Therese's vocation and the vocations of her, her other sisters. And uh, that is just one example of uh, the, the miracles and the healings that have come uh, from uh, the Grotto of Our Lady uh, of Lourdes. There have been uh, around 70 official uh, supernatural miracles declared by, by the church and, and thousands, about 7,000 more uh, healings that uh, are not official, but people obviously experience something super special. So th this is an unbelievable place. I've been so blessed to have been there with my own mother and brought back uh, holy water uh, from Lourdes. It's, it's an incredibly peaceful place. You feel like you're in heaven when you're there. 
Right. And I tell people, you know, physical healings are wonderful, but they're temporary because the body one day will have to die. But spiritual healing, which touches our souls, our spirits, that's forever. That can be forever. And so, um, so many people experience those unknown, hidden, miraculous healings of their spirits, their souls. Uh, and those are we shouldn't forget as well. Want to open up our phone lines. If you've ever uh, had the blessing of actually traveling and, and visiting the Shrine of Our Lady of Lourdes in France, if, if you've experienced some type of healing, whether physical or spiritual, we'd love to hear from you. We're taking your calls for Father James Kabicki at 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. We're going to take uh, a short pause as uh, we continue our conversation with Father Kabicki. Stay with us. There's much more to come on the other side after this miracle moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. This is from Jim. And he says, hi, Patrick. I just wanted to say how much your radio program has changed my life. I could go into my whole story being 54 years old. There is too much to say. Instead, I will focus on the fact After 45 years, I finally went to reconciliation with your encouragement. That's nice. 45 years away from the sacrament confession? Yeah, 45. Wow. The most odd thing about it is when I went to Marytown in Mundelein last night and even mentioned you by name to the priest and the confessional in regards to your your encouragement. (laughs) All right. I, I told him Patrick is helping me to straighten me out. Thank you for all you do. God bless you, Jim. Well, thanks, Jim. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. And uh, welcome back uh, to Morning Air as we uh, continue here uh, with the the final moments uh, of this hour here on the Give from the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. Uh, We're continuing our conversation about the World Day of the Sick and the connection with Our Lady of Lourdes as uh, we're talking to our spiritual director, Father James Kabicki. Father Kabicki, welcome back. Well, thank you, John. Yes, uh, you know, it's such a beautiful connection that uh, Pope St. John Paul, with his deep devotion to our Blessed Mother, would choose February 11th, the day that we remember uh, Mary's first appearance to St. Bernadette, and which is, uh, when it's not on a Sunday, it's celebrated, of course, as the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. And uh, to connect the World Day of the Sick to uh, Mary's presence at Lourdes, which, you know, she shows us so well that she is a mother and she cares for us in all the ways that we suffer. And that's why she appeared to St. Bernadette. She also told St. Bernadette to pray for the conversion of sinners. Now, this is, you know, a a prayer that our Blessed Mother has asked in other places, like in Champion, Wisconsin, or Fatima, Portugal. Her message is often pray for the conversion of sinners. And that's the spiritual healing that is is really so necessary in our world, and which uh, she is 
an important part of. She always, as you said, John, points us to Jesus uh, at uh, Cana, John chapter 2, Gospel of John chapter 2. She said to the uh, people who were serving at the wedding feast, she said, do whatever he tells you. And that's what she always tells us to do. And especially uh, Jesus having died on the cross to save souls, to save everyone, um, Mary carries that same concern for our salvation in her heart. And so she always asks us to pray for one another, to pray uh, for uh, that spiritual healing, the conversion that we all need. It's uh, it's ironic um, that uh, Saint Bernadette uh, Subaru herself uh, once said that the spring is not for me. She uh, realized that uh, yeah. she herself was not going to be healed, as uh, she was. I believe she was suffering from tuberculosis of the bone at the time. Yes, I'm not sure of that myself, but I know when she entered religious life then. Um, uh, as a, a religious woman, a sister, um, she did suffer, and she was, you know, often um, ignored, and she uh, she did not have an easy life. I always loved the movie Song of Bernadette, where our Blessed Mother says to her, I do not promise you happiness in this life, but I do promise it in the life to come. And, you know, that's really the message, too, of the World Day of the Sick, is that in this life, we will have challenges, difficulties, we will encounter sufferings, um, but all of that is meant to help us, to purify us, um, basically to uh, help us not become too attached to the things of this world, but ultimately to surrender everything to the Lord so that we can receive everything from him, receive eternal life from him. And we do this together. You know, in his message for the World Day of the Sick this year, Pope Francis chose a line from Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, the very beginning of the Bible, where God looked at the first man, Adam, and said, it is not good that man should be alone. And that's the theme of his message this year, basically to remind us that we're never alone in our sufferings, uh, that we need to reach out to one another, uh, support those who are in any kind of um, suffering, whether it's mental illness or physical illness or uh, being spiritually alienated, that our, our prayers are a great support for one another, but also that we should put our prayer into action by being present to those who are suffering. I know a lot of people have a hard time visiting uh, hospitals. They don't like to go into the hospital. It reminds them of their own mortality. And uh, people come into a room where someone is has just had surgery or is about to have surgery, and people don't know what to say. But just being present to them, we are the body of Christ, present to them, reaching out to them, supporting them, and they in turn are Christ who is in need of our support. As Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25, whatever you do for the least of my brothers or sisters, you do to me. When I was sick, you visited me. So we can visit people who are sick with our prayers, supporting them, but also it's so important that we never let any fear of uh, what we're going to say or feeling helpless, not to let that get in the way of our being present to people who are in need and who are suffering.
And as we approach Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent next week, I think this is a good reminder that uh, we can give alms, not just necessarily out of our pocketbook, but also just by uh, giving of our time, going and visiting somebody in a nursing home or in the hospital. It can bring you a great joy uh, to do it, and it can also bring great joy to those who uh, we visit. That's so true, John. And, you know, I always tell people the most precious thing that any of us have is time, the time that we have here on earth. And so one of the ways of practicing almsgiving, which is very much uh, meant to be a work of mercy, is to visit the sick. That's one of the corporal works of mercy. So something we might consider, you know, as we anticipate Lent less than a week away next Wednesday, uh, is to look at those six weeks and to uh, determine how am I going to give the alms of my time, the most precious thing I have. How can I give Give that to someone who's maybe lonely or feeling uh, lost or, or abandoned. Uh, how might I use my time to reach out to them and give them the precious gift of my own time? Well, uh, Father Kabicki, I think it's it's kind of uh, providential that uh, Pope St. John Paul II instituted this uh, World Day of the Sick back in 1992. Uh, he uh, already had been recovering from uh, being shot, and years later he would suffer greatly himself. That's right. They say that um, in 1991, so a year before he started this uh, special day each year, that he had already been diagnosed or told that he had Parkinson's and was beginning to uh, experience some of the effects that became so evident later in his life. And, uh, you know, his his message, he wrote an apostolic letter on the redemptive value of suffering. He, He really was an example to the church of how our sufferings can become a powerful prayer for the salvation of others. Father Kabicki, as always, uh, I so much appreciate uh, your spiritual perspective, and uh, thanks so much for being uh, with us once again. Now it's time for another episode of Glenn Story Corner. A story about giving today for the Pledge Drive, giving when it counts. Many years ago, when I worked as a volunteer at a hospital, I got to know a little girl named Liz who was suffering from a rare and serious disease. Her only chance of recovery appeared to be a blood transfusion from her five-year-old brother who had miraculously survived the same disease and had developed the antibodies needed to combat the illness. The doctor explained the situation to her little brother and asked the little boy if he'd be willing to give his blood to his sister. I saw him hesitate for only a moment before taking a deep breath and saying, yes, I'll do it if it'll save her. As the transfusion progressed, he lay in bed next to his sister and smiled, as we all did, seeing the color returning to her cheeks. Then his face grew pale and his smile faded. He looked up at the doctor and asked with a trembling voice, Will I start to die right away? Being young, the little boy had misunderstood the doctor. He thought he was going to have to give his sister all of his blood in order to save her. 1 John 4.11, Beloved, if God so loved us... We also ought to love one another. 
As always, powerful message, Glenn. Thanks so much. Uh, let's honor the Mother of God, our Blessed Mother Mary, by praying the Family Rosary across America with Father Rocky and Maggie at 7 p.m. Central tonight and every night of the week here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. As Father Rocky uh, says so many times, the family that prays together stays together. So uh, stay with us. There's more of the Relevant Radio Give from the Heart Winner Pledge Drive uh, in a moment. And uh, the Patrick Madrid Show will be uh, also coming up a little bit uh, in a few minutes at the top of the hour. So stay with us.